Welcome to Diversity Matters, the DE&I Committee's podcast about diversity, equity, and inclusion at Ireland Home-Based Services. This is your co-host, Susanna Olivas. And I am your other co-host, Jennifer Wells. As a reminder, the mission statement for the DE&I Committee is working together to build a diverse, equitable, and inclusive environment for all. In this episode, we want to talk about Black History Month. To keep it simple, we are going to start with what is Black History Month and why do we celebrate it? Black History Month is a month that honors the contributions of African Americans to the U.S. history. This year's Black History Month theme is Black Health and Wellness. This theme is to consider activities, rituals, and initiatives that those from the Black community have done over the years to contribute to our history. Each year, there is a different theme. Black History Month began in 1926 as a history week and was created mostly by Carter G. Woodson. Carter was a noted African-American historian, scholar, educator, and publisher who wanted the accomplishments of Black individuals to be available to the public. Before he was able to get anything started, he co-founded an organization dedicated to researching and promoting achievements by Black Americans and other people of African descent. President Gerald Ford extended this long week celebration in 1976 to a month-long celebration in February. The month of February was chosen due to Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln's birthday being in February. Douglass was an abolitionist who wanted to end the practice of enslaving people, and Abraham Lincoln led the U.S. during the Civil War. Other countries that also celebrate Black History Month include Canada, Germany, the Netherlands, and the United Kingdom. In the United Kingdom, Black History Month is celebrated in October. There are many different things that both we as providers and our clients may face on a day-to-day basis. These include environmental stressors such as microaggressions that a person of color has to endure. Oftentimes, you may hear people of color being referred to as POCs. Why is it important to help clients with managing environmental stressors? Well, according to Dr. Pierce, a Harvard psychiatrist, the environment in which African Americans live is an environment where racism and subtle oppression are constant, continuing, and mundane. African Americans must deal with the annoying microaggressions daily. We are going to give various examples of microaggressions that you might hear from others. According to the Webster Dictionary, a microaggression is defined as a comment or action that subtly and often unconsciously or unintentionally expresses a prejudiced attitude toward a member of a marginalized group. These may be directed to someone around you or even you yourself. Both the perpetrator and the recipient of microaggressions may brush off these comments, but over time, these comments can be damaging to a person's mental and physical health. One thing to consider is that someone who uses a microaggression may be saying the microaggression on accident or without knowing. Some microaggressions include the following statements. Where are you from? Where were you born? When someone asks those questions to somebody else, they are making the assumption that they are not American, but instead are a foreigner. Your English is really good. You are so articulate. When people are saying this, they're assuming people of color are not as intelligent as those who are white. When I look at you, I don't see color. There is only one race, the human race. When this is said, it denies a person of their race or ethnic experience. 
I'm not racist. I have black friends. When this microaggression is said, it is a form of denial of a person's own individual racism or bias. Why do you have to be so loud? Calm down. By saying this, someone is pathologizing cultural values. In other words, someone is trying to assimilate a dominant culture. Something else to think about is that not all microaggressions are said either. Some may include a store owner following a person of color around in their store because they are assuming they will steal. Another example would be when someone clutches their purse or wallet when a person of color walks by them. I want to also touch on phrases that are said that can offend others, even if they are not said to offend. These include sayings like, that's so gay, you people, that's so white of you, or even just imitating accents. When working with clients who may be experiencing microaggressions, it is important to help them identify microaggressions and how to react to them. According to the Harvard Business Review, there are three main ways to react to a microaggression. The first one is to just let it go. If a client chooses to respond this way, then they are choosing not to address an offensive comment because it can be emotionally draining to confront. Another way to react is to respond immediately. This approach allows a client to call out the transgression. They are able to explain to the perpetrator the impact that their microaggression had on them. Talk to your client to let them know that this approach may be risky due to the fact that the perpetrator might get defensive. The third way that a client can react is to respond to the perpetrator later. A client can then respond to the microaggression privately, but the risk with this response is that the perpetrator who committed the microaggression may not recall it or understand the impact that the microaggression had. The client may need to help the perpetrator understand the microaggression before explaining its impact. There are many different notable figures to recognize and honor. Some of the more prominent figures include the following. Madam C.J. Walker, the first U.S. woman to become a self-made millionaire after inventing a line of African-American hair care products. George Washington Carver, who, a scientist who made nearly 300 products from peanuts. Rosa Parks, she sparked the Montgomery bus boycott and galvanized the civil rights movement. Shirley Chisholm, the first African-American woman to be elected to the U.S. House of Representatives, she later became the first major party African-American candidate and the first female candidate for the President of the United States. Hiram Rhodes Revels was the first African-American ever elected to the U.S. Senate to represent the state of Mississippi. Now we want to let you know about some local notable figures for you to recognize. Samson Levingston, a hardcore history buff who gives walking tours in Indy on traditional African-American neighborhoods. Terry J. Stinkton, the director of the Indiana Department of Child Services since 2018. As well as Sandra Matthews, the founder of the Evansville African American Museum. Now that we have talked about different notable figures that you can help recognize and honor this month, we're going to talk about the different ways that you can help celebrate this month. One way to celebrate is to support Black-owned businesses. This is a great way for you to support someone financially while also helping them build their business. If you are not able to buy something, don't be afraid to share their store on social media with others that you may know. Another way to celebrate is to continue to learn about Black history. 
We have only touched on this matter and there's so much more to learn. Even if you take the time to learn about a different person or cultural event, you can go to a museum, listen to a podcast, watch a movie, or go to a library. There are many ways. By going to the library, you will have access to literature. The library is a great and free resource for books, movies, audiobooks, and magazines. If you need additional help, you can ask for help from the librarians who may already have these materials pulled out and ready for others to use. If you visit the History Vault at watchhistoryvault.com, you will be able to watch a variety of documentaries. If you do not have an account, you are able to start a free trial in order to watch all of these documentaries. There are a lot of different things that you can do that are free in order for you to help celebrate and honor Black history this month. Another thing you can do to help celebrate is to invite others to join you. One thing to keep in mind is that you can honor others of color any time of the year. You do not need a dedicated month to honor and recognize others. These months are just there to help us bring them to light and possibly join community events. Thank you for listening to our Black History episode of the Diversity Matters podcast. To recap this episode, we gave a brief history of Black History Month and how it began, how microaggressions may affect our clients, notable figures to honor, and how to honor them. <laughs> we want you to keep listening out for our upcoming episodes. Reach out to us if you want us to have you on an episode or even if you have an idea for an episode. We want to hear from you guys on our podcast, so we ask you to submit your request to us. Remember to send any feedback or request to the Diversity Committee. We cannot wait to hear from you.